Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Oh, for the fourth day in a row, no uh, color for us today. Man. We, B. Arthur is just... We blew the budget yesterday trying to follow Alexis when she was coming into work late. Oh, right. that's Remember? right. We called yeah. up the, the uh, Five Eyewitness News chopper. Right. Oh, Holly, Oh, and right. that drone, too. And that burrow that you guys employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, We're man. Trying to follow Alexis back home to get her phone. and. expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. Luckily, the borough is just paid in carrots, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, that's it's true. Good. <laughs> good morning and welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. It is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. We have some drama. Ooh. You don't even have to watch the show. There is drama on the set of, well, off the set, actually, of Drag Race. We'll talk about that. Plus, Holly Roberts plays Wink Martindale. We're going to play movie before and after. And is Wayne's World 3 happening? And Holly started watching Shrinking, the show that I went uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over on Apple TV. I watched more last night. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, But first, uh, it's one of the oldest segments uh, that we've ever done on the show. Uh Started many, 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 many years ago, and it's simply called, well, G's World. G's World. <sighs> um, I had to go in for an eye appointment, uh-huh. and uh, my because I was realizing that my spectacles, my glasses, he can't see without his glasses. <laughs> my girl reference, <laughs> five hundred points. Yeah. Oh. Um, you get 500 points if you get that reference. Um, anyway, uh, I was noticing that I, I, the teleprompter was getting a little blurry. And then when I would read menus in restaurants, that was getting a little blurry. Um, so I was like, oh God, I got to go back in and get my prescription tweaked. So I go in and first of all, I won't say where, but let me just tell you the, I went to an optical place in my neighborhood and the floor crew, I felt like I was in a Jordan Peele movie. And what I mean by that is, or or a Twilight, well, Jordan Peele too, or a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, everybody, everybody looked at me and talked like this. 
and they were all very odd. Like, what? nobody was overly warm. Everybody just had, you know, that family in uh, uh, Get Out. They are just <laughs> like almost Stepford-like where everyone's just yes. fake smile. That's what it was like. And it, oh, I'm, I'm literally getting the goosies. It was the weirdest shopping experience I've had lately. Every, I, Everyone was, huh? Yeah, there's three people in there. And the the woman that was waiting, she goes, I, I asked a question. She goes, let me check with my manager. <laughs> and her manager was right behind her, like like four steps. And then she turned and talked like this to the manager. And then he was on the computer and talked like this. I was like, oh, my God. get me!" And then the optician, op, optician, yeah, the uh, the uh, she came out. She was lovely. It was like Dorothy, it was like going from sepia to color in The Wizard of Oz when she came out because wow. she spoke in a normal tone. And she, anyway, so that's not the point of this. <laughs> and so I leave the Jordan Peele people. <laughs> that's weird. Okay. I leave yeah, the, I'm, that is and creepy. I'm not even being Jason. I called Colin immediately and I'm like, I am never going back there because I feel like they sucked out some of my soul, oh, like no. on Harry Potter. I feel like they were not the Death Eaters, but uh, the, um, what are they called? Uh, they suck oh, out the souls. The uh, Dementors. The Dementors. I feel like some of my soul was left in that store. Anyway, <laughs> so I go in the back with the with the lovely doctor, and she starts testing me. And Uh-oh. you know, w- what line can you read? And can you read this bottom line? Can you read the middle line? Okay, cover your left eye. We're gonna try it with your right eye. And blah blah blah. Oh yeah. We get done. And she says to me, you need progressives. Oh, Is that a bifocal? What is a progressive? It's a trendy way of saying bifocal. Oh. (laughs) Hey, at least it's not a trifocal, Jason. What's that? Those exist. Those do exist. My husband's uh, just blind. You can like you put out you put on his glasses and you're like, Whoa. wow, I'm going into the extra dimension. That being said, he's got trifocals. Wow. Okay, so there's a, the little like half circle in the middle, yep. right for the bifocal. Yep. How, what's then it the goes? Tri- then it goes in, in more, in oh. more. Oh, wow. And they can make lenses so you don't see the trifocal. That's what I'm getting. Oh. Mine oh. just yeah. seamlessly at the very bottom. But she looked at me and she knew that I was crushed. I was like, oh, oh God, I've gotten. And then she goes, the 40s are lovely, aren't they? Because she was in her. And I said, <laughs> yeah, aren't they? These are the things nobody tells you about the 40s. Oprah, again, Oprah never lies, but she lied to me. She told, <laughs> she told us many years ago how great the 40s were. Um, but it's the only time Oprah has ever lied to Jason was when she told me at her 40th birthday party how great the 40s were. Oprah, you lied to me. She was you only lied. just beginning. Yeah, yeah. those are the 40s. Oh, yeah, she didn't know anything on no. her 40th birthday. No. She only had the idea. And then you're at the restaurant and it's dimly lit. And then you're uh-huh. that person putting on your flashlight and pulling the menu out three feet in front of you. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> I wonder if she'd feel the same way now. You she loves her. her. Well, I think she loved her 50s even more. Even more. Yeah. Okay, so just getting better and better. Yeah. So, anyway, so I'm getting these things. They told me that I might be a little wobbly for the first uh, week or so to get used to them. 
Because when you look down, you know, it's I'm like, oh, Lord. Yeah, because Uh, that just changes the dimension. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to another. I had to go back. I had to go back because my insurance card was, I didn't have the right number anyway. So I left the Jordan Peele store, (laughs) the the get out store, and I went to another (sighs) office of theirs at the Mall of America. They were delightful. Okay. They were delightful. Like, no, everyone smiled. Nobody talked in the weird Jordan Peele tone. Um, So, yeah. Oh, so so well, by looking at you, we'd never know, right? You got the same base, like the frame that you always get. Yeah. Or are you doing something different? No, because then I have to get permission from Fox. And Uh, I'm like, oh, God. So you have to stick with kind of what you. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I I don't not say that in a bad way. I'm I'm saying we're going to look. Yeah. No one would know. No, they look basically the same. I got yeah. a different color for the summer. I got like a clear, Ooh. you know, just something Ooh. spicy for the yeah. summer. Fun. But nice. bottom line, I'm old. Oh. Uh, I am now here in the land of progressives and bifocals and trifocals. And uh, it's good to be here. Good to be here. I'm, I've moved into the daddy era of my life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Capital D. Or uh, zaddy. Or zaddy. Yeah, yeah. right. We're going to take a break. Isn't that what everybody wants to be Zaddy. Now? I, uh, I ha- I'm not there. I'm a small D daddy. Yeah. <laughs> when we return, there is drama uh, on Drag Race. Are you getting ready to move? Hi, everyone. It's Jace live for AAA Movers, Minnesota's movie professionals. If you are getting ready to move, and you've heard me do this commercial many times, I uh, need to listen up close. Here's what I've learned after 10 years of endorsing AAA Movers. If you have a date in mind, a date that you have to move, move to the phone now and lock in that date. Over the years, I've received, uh, I don't know, a dozen or so emails from, from poor people that I feel bad for them because they waited too long and the date that they needed was already booked. So do not procrastinate. Call 612-588-MOVE now or go to AAA Movers. Do not procrastinate when it comes to locking in these dates. And make sure you ask AAA Movers about all the programs they can help you with including uh, help with storage, long and short term. They can help you declutter, and they can even sell you moving boxes. You don't need to call anyone else but AAA Movers. 612-588-MOVE. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment. Everything drama. Thanks for being here, everyone. Yeah. Um... You don't have to watch RuPaul to enjoy a little bit of drama. And there is a little bit of drama uh, happening off screen involving the. Now, I should say this uh, spoiler alert uh, if you are not caught up, because there's an element of the story that will be revealing uh, an elimination. So. One of the eliminated queens, I don't even know if I can say her full name, but Selena. First name, yeah. Yeah, Selena. <laughs> yeah. Her last name is uh would get us into a little uh little 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 situation. Yep. But um <laughs> Selena was eliminated and went back home to California mm-hmm. and was performing at a benefit or performing at her home club. I don't even know where it doesn't really matter where she was, but it's everywhere it, now. Yeah, but she was at a viewing party at a nightclub in West Hollywood. And she got on stage. And obviously, in this day and age, everybody has a phone. 
everyone records everything. So she gets up there. And mind you, the, the season is still going. The season is still happening. Yeah. Um, in the episode of her elimination, Ross Matthews, who's a judge on the show, uh, critiqued her, her outfit, her one of her ensembles, yep. which is his job. For the runway. Yep. For the runway. And told her it was like a, they all had to wear gloves of some kind. And she wore gloves, but she wore like a bodysuit that Ross said basically took away from the gloves. And Ross made an observation that perhaps she should have worn like a black bodysuit to put the emphasis on the gloves. Yeah. That was his opinion. So Selena. Which is what he's there for. That's what he's there for. So Selena gets, and we can't, I have, we can't even run this. I can't even press play on this. So she gets up there and I know, and look, I'm going to cut a little slack because you're in the moment. You're in front of your home audience. You want to be sassy. You want to be bitchy. I get it. I get it. You're caught up in the moment. You're also defensive. Yes. But she gets up there and she said, after that clip ran or something or somebody, it was a Q&A. She was like, Ross Matthews, he can, I can't even say what she said. Blank, something about eat my, my yeah, blank. Mm. And then flipped off the all the cameras rolling. And then she proceeds. Selena proceeds to write. She's like, what the blank does he know about fashion? I should have been wearing a black bodysuit. Look at what the blank you were wearing with your sequin sweater jacket, blank, 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 blank. And and then some of the some of the audience, you know, clap. They but I will tell you, I'm I'm not a giant fan of Ross. Mm hmm. Uh, Yeah, you've said that. Yeah. Just last week. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a giant fan of of Ross's anymore but this isn't right ross is doing his job and he is paid to give his critiques on on the fashion and fashion is subjective mm-hmm. he's not doing anything wrong he was actually pretty nice about it. i went back and i watched that exchange he didn't he wasn't rude he wasn't bitchy he was doing his job and i just think this is in bad form the season's still going on and you just come across as sour grapes and ungrateful um hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. And I I just think it's bad form for a contestant on a on a show like this to to to, to do this to a judge. Lex. Oh, absolutely. Selena, over the course of the episodes, made it to the top six, which is great. Yeah. Um, has been very defensive throughout the whole season. So I wasn't surprised of all of them for her to drop this tea, I guess, and just, you know, just uh, attack, I guess, Ross in that way. Uh, and I guess in some ways, too, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it, right? So yeah. it, it was effective. And I cannot wait for the reunion because I do hope at some point RuPaul looks at Selena and says, hey, you got something to say to Ross? That would just be epic. I don't know if that will happen, but um, wow, it is in bad taste. Again, she's just someone who I think would it's it's not surprising, I guess, uh, of of all of them for her to say something like that, because she was very defensive throughout the season. and the other thing is, is I don't necessarily agree with what Ross said, but I hated the whole costume. I hated the whole outfit. I, I thought it, it just looked really, I don't know if black was the answer or if maybe a red bodysuit that matched the gloves because she had these huge, like, patent leather vinyl gloves on. And that, if it was the same color, maybe, but regardless, it it was not it something to stand by. At, no. And at some point, you got to say, yeah, that wasn't my best look. Or just take the criticism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I just did it. Right. You know what the game is. We would have just kept going on. Like, it was nothing. And, and she said, you know, again, with her defensiveness, she says, well, I, I never felt celebrated there. Mm. And look, and that's, you know, that's how she feels. Her feelings are valid. Yeah, I, I'm not. I can't debate that. If that's how, what her experience was, I don't know. I don't know what it's like on that show behind the scenes. Yeah, a lot of stuff I, doesn't make it. Yeah, but what I can comment on is what she did to Ross. Yeah, and what Ross quote did to her, and it's not fair. Yeah, R- Ross was very just ordinary in his critique. <laughs> in his job. You know, I have heard far worse critiques. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Far harsher by Rue, uh, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Michelle can be cutting. Yep. And also, you got to pull up. You, you got to. Uh, this is coming from me. I'm very sensitive. There are time I acknowledge that. I, I, I get easily hurt. But you, you, sometimes you got to just, you know what this game is. 15 seasons. You yeah. know what this is? Yep. Absolutely. The other thing that kind of, you know, just a little tinge to from Selena when she was talking about there's a there's, you know, there's highs and lows. There's a moment where she's talking to another contestant and just opening her heart about her experience growing up. And so and Selena was there to hug. This was Lucy and uh, Selena was there to listen. And then at the very after, you know, the performance and they're figuring out who's going to go home, RuPaul asks who should go home. And Selena, uh, the Lucy said Selena based on the track record, which, you know, valid answer. She was at the bottom. Yeah. And Selena somehow turned it into, well, how could you pick me? I spent all this time with you 
to open up and I'm the one who's nice to you. And so, like you said, feelings will be hurt, but also it makes you think, well, what was your motivation for talking to Lucy in the first place? It was actually genuine or were you doing it for the cameras? And it made me think it was the latter. Yep. Me too. We're talking drag race, the drama, uh, kind of off the set of the show. So, Oh, but it's such a good season. There's so many. How are they going to pick all five of the final contestants are absolutely fabulous? Yeah. Except London, I want to go home because. Oh, my. Okay. Voice drives me nuts. (laughs) Okay. This is my next question. Okay. (laughs) I was laughing so hard because. Okay. So the question, who should go go, home? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. Because we're all running late. Let's let's take a break on the. Oh, no, no. no, On the other end. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to play a little game, movie before and after. But first, wrapping up our conversation about RuPaul Drag Race, uh, the drama, forget the competition, the drama. I was talking about one of the contestants, Lux Noir London. Lux, what were you going to say? Oh my gosh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen this on RuPaul's Drag Race before. So RuPaul asked the candidates as the, because it's a hard decision, they all did pretty well. Who should go home? And they go down the line. We get to Lux Noir, and she goes into each person. Okay, here this person has this gift and amazing. This person and this person, and here's why I think it's this person. But almost gave like a dissertation. Yeah. Usually they just answer it. Were you just dying? Oh, or was, I was it epic? I was dying. I I am jaded because I do not like her. <laughs> embarrassed for her? I, I was just like, no, I was eye-rolling. Oh, okay. Other people thought it was epic. <laughs> yeah. I admit my my bias. I do not enjoy, uh, again, because it's the voice. <laughs> yes. Look, my voice irritates people. All of, you know, it's just something that you have. There's, I'm, everybody listening, you have somebody in entertainment who that, you know, their voice or their, how they drives you crazy and you can't, you don't know why. For whatever reason, I have a reaction to her voice. I have a little bit of it because I keep mentioning this. And if you don't watch the show, it's unfair. So I pulled up. This is that moment, Lex, that you're talking about. Oh, okay, about. perfect. Yeah. You know, I think really analyzing the lineup that we have here tonight, <laughs> I would say that Sasha Colby does drag on a level that is clean, cut, concise. But she just puts that little extra thing on it. That makes it the Sasha Colby experience. I can't I, even listening to it. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. <laughs> that was so, only the beginning. <laughs> that was the only the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, 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 bad. Oh, I was thinking anyway, about you as we were watching it going, thank you. oh, my word. I wonder what Jason's thinking right now. Or I was hating life. Yeah, <laughs> I was hating life. You can catch up right now on Paramount Plus. <sighs> OK, Holly, take it away. Oh. Movie, movie, okay, movie. A movie, movie? Before and after. Let's play. Yeah, let's play movie before and after. This is where we take the title of two movies, combine them together. Jason and Alexis have to figure out the name of the combined movie by uh, listening to the description that I have made of this new combined major motion picture. Are you ready? Sure. We are ready. Yeah. Now, I think teamwork makes the dream work in this bit, so we're just going to open okay. it to both of you at Yay. the same time. Yes. So okay. that's what we're going to do here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. 
Let's start with our first movie before and after. Jason and Alexis, tell me the name of this movie. Due to a shortage of crime fighters, a wacky group of misfit marionettes enters a counter-terrorist training program to take on a menacing world dictator. Lots of nudity, language, the occasional Broadway-style montage, projectile vomiting, and Steve Gutenberg are all involved in this movie. Is this Ghostbusters? No. No. It's Team America. America. Uh, what? Okay, can you give, me the first, <laughs> give us the first again. Here we go. Due to a shortage of crime fighters, a wacky group of misfit marionettes enters a counter-terrorist training program in order to take on a menacing world dictator. Lots of nudity, language, the occasional Broadway-style montage, projectile vomiting, and Steve Gutenberg are all part of the fun. Steve Gutenberg. See, that's where uh, okay. it's either something Team America, so it's America... Team um, America, um, America. Team America. No, something in front of team. No, Team America. Oh, God. Keep going. Really? Um, yeah, Team America. It has more to its name. Team America. I'm only thinking about Police Academy right now. Okay. Uh, cocoon. America Cocoon. Team Alexis. Um, keep thinking. Police keep, Academy? Keep thinking, girl. Police Academy. Am I on the right track yes, with Team America are World? On the oh, right Team my America gosh. World Police Academy. Oh, Police Academy. Yes, yes, I got it. Yes. yes. Team America Team World, World Police, Police Academy. <laughs> because Team America's full title was Team America World, World Police. Police. And it was from Trey Parker and Matt Stone who did. Uh, South, South Park. Park. I Woo! love that movie with the marionettes. Woo! Yes. Okay. Oh, God. Wow. We got there eventually. Okay. All right. We Jason. got there eventually. <laughs> Jason and Alexis, Oof. our next movie before and after. Here's a description of the movie. Tell me the name of its title. On a bet from his friends, big man on campus, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr., tries to make geeky Rachel Lee Cook into a rock and roll star in six weeks. Their man, Captain Geach, and the Shrimp Shack shooters take the nation by storm. And the unlikely pair also start a romance. She's all that. That. Thing you do. She's, She's all, all that, that thing, thing you, you do. do. Yes! yes. <laughs> 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 this is so fun. Oh, Now, uh, take it a, 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 a slight creative liberty with the next couple of ones, but you'll see why. Okay. Here's our next movie before and after. Jason and Alexis, tell me the name of the movie before and after based on this description. British aristocrat and adventurer Angelina Jolie teams up with American professor and adventurer Harrison Ford to travel the world looking for ancient treasures. Ford's hot pants, while not practical, are a sensational wardrobe choice. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford? Wait, is Okay, Angelina Jolie is in an Indiana Jones film. No. No? N- no. Keep working it out, guys. Okay. She's in Laura Croft. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb- Look, Tomb- Raiders Laura Croft, of the Tomb Lost Raider Ark. Lost Ark. Yeah! Yes! yes! Tomb Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> 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 oh. All right. Oh. Oh. 
This does wake up your mind. Sure uh, does. I yeah. hope everyone's playing along with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, I got two more for you, Jason and Alexis. Two more movie before and after. So let's wake up our brain with our next one. Okay. Tell me the name of the movie before and after by this description. Robert De Niro plays a legendary boxer who transitions his career into minor league baseball. Playing for a small team in North Carolina, De Niro meets baseball groupie Susan Sarandon and mentors young Tim Robbins to success in the major leagues. Raging Bull Durham! Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh. oh, I love this game. Here's our last one, Jason and okay. Alexis. Our last movie before and after for the morning. Again, a little a little liberty here with this okay. one. Mild-mannered dad Tom Cruise finds himself in the middle of a galactic war. He must save his children from an alien invasion while also being the only hope for the rebellion. Turns out he just needed to cough in the enemy's face and they'll all die. War of the Worlds. War of, war of the Worlds. Again, a little liberty. Oh, World. gosh. One more time, Holly. So mild-mannered dad Tom Cruise finds himself in the middle of a galactic war. He must save his children from an alien invasion while also being the only hope for a rebellion. Turns out he just needed to cough in his enemy's face and they'll all die. World of War, the rebellion is Star Wars. World War... War... Star Wars. What's a Star Wars? Star Wars. War. Star Wars. War. Star Wars of the world. Yeah. Yes. Star yeah. Wars. War. Star, Star Wars, Wars of the yes. world. Got it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Like I said, a little creative liberty there. Oh, that yeah. was great, everyone. Good and that job. is how you play movie before and after. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> a little butt clunch there. Ooh, always. Oh, my husband was playing along. He's like, I think my brain is still asleep. Yeah, <laughs> no, believe me. We were playing and our brain was still asleep. Oh, that does get you going, though. Sure does. That does activate the brain. It really does. You know Ooh. what also activates the brain? Who was that, Jace? Listen to rewards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And giveaways. There's so many delightful things in listen to rewards this month. You can win a Bose wireless speaker, gift cards ooh. to ooh la la, ooh la la, <laughs> bubbly paws or Culver's. Nice. Put that butter burger all over you. Yeah. Uh, four chances to win daily. Also, to win $100 and be eligible for the Pick Your Prize Grand Prize, which, by the way, we have another name coming up in about 20 minutes. See everything up for grabs and listen to rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Stay right there. When we come back, is Wayne's World 3 happening? And Holly has started shrinking on, not literally like Lily Tomlin, the show <laughs> shrinking when we come back. Today's show is brought to you by words that sound dirty but aren't. So today's show is brought to you by Asphalt. That's right. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. And by the way... That sponsor is timely because we need asphalt everywhere for the giant potholes all over our cities. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Fell in one yesterday. Lucky I'm alive. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Oof. Oh, so bad. So horrible. Mm. 
Wayne's World 3 is yes. uh, trending. And I was like, I woke up. I'm like, what is that? So is it happening? Did somebody, did Mike or Dana say something? Um, Yes. <laughs> yes, but with the twist, Dana Carvey said, oh, I would absolutely love to do Wayne's World. I don't know exactly how th- this would happen, but I am game. I'm always game. I love Mike Myers. He's a brilliant guy. And if we do Wayne's World 3, we might do it in puppets. No. No. Just say no that. And let's just assume. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that yes. Mr. Carvey, uh, whom I love very much, mm-hmm. by the way, his podcast with Spade is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly on the wall. Um, I'm don't. I'm just going to assume that he was joking. I'm just going to just assume that he was kidding. Yeah. Right. I right? believe so. I mean, yes. Yes. He's just throwing it out there. I think he is like, it's kind of that, that answer of like, I'm open to it if it's any good. Yeah. But I'm going to make a joke at the end because that's what I do. But also like, then it won't seem as if we're doing something. So it really makes you wonder, there might be something underway. Well, and what scared me even more than the thought of the sh- them doing it with puppets is <laughs> I, f- because he's eternally youthful. Uh-huh. Carvey is 67. Yeah. Yeah. Garth is 67. Yeah. That, yep. Other than my new glasses, <laughs> that <laughs> already made old. me feel old. Uh, Laughing oh. and Leakin is in full effect uh, because I read, you know, <laughs> yes. when they write a star's name, they're like, blah, 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 Dana Carvey, comma, 67. It's like, what? Because even then in the original <laughs> Wayne's world, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey were full grown adults yes. playing young adults slash barely out of teenagerdom. And that was part of the joke. Yeah. Yes. But could they still pull that off? No. And I no. say that Wayne's world is one of my favorite, favorite, oh. favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And I don't want Wayne's world three. It could be animated. I'd be open to that. Oh, yes. okay. That was what I was thinking after that. Also, what if they played, you know, their the main characters were their children or grandchildren at this point, but they were that. still in, involved? No. I don't no. want that. No. I don't no. want these characters to evolve into full-grown adulthood. That's, yeah, just that's, watch the first one. Yeah, just watch the first one. That's part yeah. of the humor is that Wayne, It's he's an arrested development. He has an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets and does a show in his basement. Thank you. Right. Unless it's they like just doing- continued. It's like doing friends now. Yeah. I don't want to see Ra- Ross and Rachel and Phoebe uh, dealing with osteoporosis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and bifocals. I don't know. Or getting evicted because how did they afford that apartment? Mm. Well, I mean, now they could, but uh, 401ks <laughs> and all. But um, but the friends is about a very specific time in life, as yeah. is Wayne's World. You know yeah. what I mean? It's about a very sp- specific era. And, yeah, you can't say uh, swing. Shall we? When you're 67, no. And that's Ew. fun or party on. Yeah, no, no. Because yeah, no. then you're the perv in the retirement village. You know, you're 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 yeah, the one you're that with guy. every loofah on the back of your golf cart. You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, every color loofah. All of them dragging on All the floor. Of <laughs> All of them. Ew. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, so it's probably not happening, guys. That's all right. Um, Holly started watching Shrinking on Netflix. 
or on uh, Apple TV? Watched two episodes last night. Okay. And Shrinking is a delightful show. And I echoed Jason's reviews yesterday that this is a great streaming comedy. It yeah. strikes just the right tone. Jason Siegel is really good at the tragic comedy tone. He because, is. He, Colin said that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because he did it in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, if you remember that movie from back in 2008. Yep. He did that even with The Muppets, his adaptation of The Muppets in 2011. There was a melancholy to his comedy that's actually quite endearing, and Shrinking continues that for Jason Siegel, which makes this show all the more interesting. Yeah. Did awesome. you like Harrison? He's perfect. <laughs> Harrison Ford. He's, he's, perfect. <laughs> he's perfect because they use Harrison Ford's character just enough. Yes, just enough. And Harrison Ford, a gifted dramatic actor and comedian. It kind of reminds me. There was this movie back in the early nineties of Harrison Ford's. Remember the movie regarding Henry? Henry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Written by a young J.J. Abrams. Oh. Really? Uh huh. Love him. Yeah. Oh. And Harrison Ford gives a great dramedy performance in that movie. And he does this again in Shrinking. It's awesome. Uh, we watched another one last night. It just keeps getting better. The the universe, the the people that inhabit Pasadena and the lives of it, it's it gets richer. Harrison's character gets richer. You you he's layered. You you learn more about him as the episodes go on. Um, I just want to live there. I do. I just want to, I want to live with those people. And yeah, Lex, I think oh, really I, yeah, like I, I need to check that out. I, I will hope I will be doing that this week for yeah. sure. It's it now is, it's with just, both of you guys saying it's amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's just a delightful, Holly, you put it really well. It's a delightful streaming comedy and yes. there's, you know, there's a lot of misses streaming hasn't figured out how to really do comedies well like the networks did you know in the 70s and 80s but this is a great streaming comedy this is the, the writers are really good yeah the writer, they're, it's fresh it feels fresh absolutely yeah, yeah. It, it feels fresh yes and i mean hi you know nancy myers got her <laughs> netflix deal redacted but if you want some good time kitchens i mean shrinking is going to provide oh. that for you Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Yes, they do. The houses there are great. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good... Yeah. Just love Pasadena is a lovely part of the world. And this show, if you just want some lovely aesthetics, it will also provide that. And also yep. some poignant drama and some good laughs. Absolutely. Uh, coming up next, Alexis has uh, today's Am I the Ass Hat? Plus, we're going to give another name in our Pick Your Prize contest. We have the Dirtlet and more. So please stay right there. In the meantime, the show never stops on socials. Follow us right now. Lex in the Cities, Holly D. Roberts, and Jason Matheson, and of course, all the My Talk accounts. We'll be back after these words.